I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. Hello again. I released that episode with Travis earlier this week, which was so fun to have him on the podcast with me. And then after I, well, you know, once I was listening to the recording, I just started taking notes <laughs> while throughout my day, I left a notepad out. I was like, oh, I should have said this. I should have said this. So today what you're getting is a follow-up episode. This is episode nine. So if you did not listen to episode eight yet, where my husband, Travis joined me, you might want to listen to that first, but We'll see. This might stand alone too. So you can decide that for yourself. However, I basically, we just got to talk and I thought I would share a couple thoughts that came to me later on. The first thing that came to mind was I've, I feel like I left you hanging a little bit on both our story and then the story of the friend who I was kind of sharing her scenario where she's in these early dates with someone she's getting to know. So I wanted to give you an update on both of those. First off, it's probably obvious to you since I married him, but Trav did begin to really put effort towards dating me and started to pursue me. So it really clicked. And when we went on that cabin trip in July, the one he was waiting until afterwards to ask me out, the cabin trip went well. We had a lot of fun together. I chose to be okay if other people noticed that I liked him and I flirted just in simple ways. I know that it sounds, I feel silly sometimes when I share what flirting looked like for me. <laughs> but when I think about it, it was, I was really trying to protect myself. I didn't want to, um, I, I didn't like it. If other people noticed I was interested in someone, what if that guy wasn't interested in me? I didn't want someone else to notice I was being rejected, all the things. So anyway, we had a great time that weekend. I chose to seek him out, to chat, to sit next to him, at dinner or on the couch when we're all chatting and whatever. Like I just chose to show him that I was still interested. And the day after we got back from that trip, he asked me to lunch and we went out the next day. And then it was still, I mean, there was, we weren't officially exclusive for another month, maybe five or six weeks. So it wasn't like he was my boyfriend right after that trip, but we began to casually date and it was clear that we were dating I still brought up a lot of those early conversations and I have continued. I, we say I'm like the barometer of our relationship. I'm just more clued in and he can't read my, I'm, I'm more not, he's clued into a lot of things. I'm more clued into, Hey, this conversation would help our relationship or this would help us stay connected. He is steady as they come, which I love about him. And so my sort of emotional roller coaster, which is not all bad, like I don't want to be on this constant roller coaster, but the highs and lows of life happen. And so I'm pretty clued into like, hey, I've noticed this with the kids or the way we're parenting this or these things are coming up on our schedule. We need to talk about that. Or I'm feeling disconnected from him with the way either of us have been responding to things or what have you. So I have continued to be the person who's like, hey, babe, what if we went on a date night or what if we did this? He, he asks me out to do things. He tells me what he wants. I'm not responsible for his feelings. Right. But at the same time, this has kind of been a theme throughout, you know, so you just have to see what kind of guy you end up with. That isn't always the woman's role, but it just depends on the couple and who each person is and what gifts they're bringing to the table and that sort of thing. So even once I started to know, oh, he's interested, he has asked me on a date. He's asked me for a second date. 
you know, I'm, I went on a trip soon after our first date. And so we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend yet. I was still going, I was going to a wedding. I went into it with the mindset of like, he hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend yet. So I should still be saying hi to other people flirting a little if I meet anyone new. Um, but also on that trip, I told him, you know, I had like a, I was staying with my aunt and uncle. And so I had to drive to where the wedding was like half hour away. So before, you know, a little before I left, I texted him and said, Hey, hope your week's going well. If you want to call me, I have a bit of a drive ahead of me. And lo and behold, 10 minutes later, Travis Austin called me on the phone and we got to talk the whole drive there. And we hadn't talked on the phone yet. Mind you, you know, we'd only been on one, maybe two dates. So it was just like throwing ideas out there and seeing if he picked him up and ran with it and then respond when he would throw something out. So it was still that dance until we kept having conversations and decided we did want to be exclusive and keep moving forward. So it was so fun to be pursued by him and to still be pursued by him. It, and I think that's going to look different for each person. I really narrow it down to your look, your most women wants a man who is active in his life, which means he also is active in his relationships. He's not just passively letting them happen or letting them dissolve and like not keep going on. Is he pursuing health in the relationships he already has? And does he want to do that in his marriage someday? Does he want to work on things that are difficult? Does he want to suggest fun things and want to be like, hey, we, what if we tried to grow in this way or what have you? So anyway, I saw that click in for Trav and it was a delight. And it was also romantic. He did the sweetest things. <laughs> um, I felt like I got to be a girlfriend finally and do lots of girlfriend sorts of things, which were so fun. And so just wanted to I know I'll still talk about that time of our relationship in other episodes, but wanted to close that loop on the previous one that it did in fact click in. And it was wise that I encouraged a lot in that early phase and saw myself as coming alongside him to figure out, do we like each other? Would it be wise for us to date and spend more time to together so that we can see if we would like to get married? Um, can I be a good friend to him? as we're figuring this out instead of kind of hanging, like, like I mentioned in the previous episode, there was definitely a time for me to hang back, but there was really a wise, it was wise for me to encourage a lot and see that I had an, a very active role to play in all of our interactions. Really. It's two people. It's always two people. So hope that's encouraging and something that gets you thinking about what your role is in whatever situation you find yourself in right now. Okay. So that was the, Trav and I update. He did pursue. It was awesome <laughs> and lovely. Um, as far as my friend who I was mentioning in the previous episode, guess what? She went on a second date. Yay. <laughs> and they have fun. It was a good date. They spent quite a few hours together. They kind of, you know, they went and did a activity and then actually extended it to where they both wanted to go have a meal together afterwards. So these are positive, right? It still was not obvious like, whoa, I really like this guy. So guess what's happening now? It's still a maybe. And she's figuring out, does she want to go on a third date? Does he? So they're still needing to figure things out. This is how it goes. Like you are actually, you have to have the conversations of, oh, we're talking about whether or not, you know, we're getting to know each other and we're also figuring out a third date. I want to also step back and look at, do you like figuring those things out with him? Is that process enjoyable? Now, it doesn't mean it's perfect from the beginning, but all of life, all of a relationship, there are all these, this is what life is, is figuring stuff out together, also known as communication. 
communicating expectations and so forth. Trav and I have things right now that guess what? We're having to figure out, but he's my favorite person to figure it out with. Even though there's times when I'm like, I don't know what I want. Oh gosh, we need to take care of these things. Here's an emergency or a situation arises. We got to figure it out. He is my favorite person to do the fun stuff with and also to figure out the hard stuff or the times when we feel disconnected. I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm glad you're the one that's here. (laughs) So in dating, you're looking for that person. Is this someone that you can travel the road of life with, that you can walk with the Lord with, right? This person who you're choosing to stick with through no matter what, right? So there is always something to figure out. So in the beginning, you're figuring out, do I like this guy enough to see him again, to send a text to say hello? It's That's what you're doing. And then that all is just the beginning of other things that you'll have to work on later on. So anyway, I wanted an update about my friend that it was fun to see that that an encouragement, <laughs> um, the guy ran with it and they figured out a second date. And now they're deciding, you know, so far it seems like he's not a guy to quickly ask on the next date, but f- for a variety of reasons, I'm like, I think he's a good man and worthy of you spending some time to get to know him. So my encouragement has been to, yeah, go on another date, which leads me to Uh, just a little update on what I mean by if it's a maybe say yes. I realize that you might think I mean if it's a maybe for a future relationship. And that's true. Like it's going to be a maybe. I I would, (laughs) I think that someone is a maybe until he has asked you to marry him. And I would even say he's still a maybe until you stand before your community and God and commit to one another in marriage. <laughs> it's still a maybe, even through engagement, which I know doesn't feel very warm and fuzzy or romantic, but it's good to acknowledge that reality that even engagement is not a full commitment. You have not gotten married yet, right? So to realize, to kind of acknowledge that being in that maybe place is not always fun. We like to know like what's true and solid and what we can kind of count on. And so that is part of why dating is tiring because you're in this constant state of like, is this happening? Am I going to know you next month? I don't know. So to be able to just acknowledge that that can be exhausting. That's why I recommend taking a Sabbath each week from it or some sort of rest and taking intentional breaks from thinking about it can be really wise because it is tiring, right? So I just lost my train of thought, y'all. What was I talking about? It's a maybe, it's tiring. It's not a full for sure commitment until you're married. Oh, so you might think I'm talking about that. Like, oh, all of dating is kind of a maybe, right? So if it's, you're saying if it's a maybe, you should keep going out. It's a yes. Yes, I am saying that. However, I also think it's helpful to break it down even more where say you've gone on one date, two dates, three dates, four dates, and you're asking the question that I throw out there, do you want to hang out with him one more time? I want to know if the answer to that is a maybe. So if you're even like, okay, yeah, we had the date was fine. The first date was fine or whatever date number it is in the beginning. It was fine. And I say, could you talk to him for another hour? Could you hang out with him or not even full talking the full hour? Could you go on a walk? Could you go see a movie and then chat afterwards? Could you do something just that next date? Could you do something with this person? If your answer is no, I really don't want to. I'm like, great. That's a no. You can say no. You don't have to encourage it towards the next thing. Clearly not happening, right? 
But if you're like, well, maybe you're like, I, th I think we, there would be some things or, oh, I didn't ask him about that or, oh, he's, I, I think he's cute. So I'm, I'm willing to come up with some things. <laughs> some piece of attraction has to be there. Something that draws you to him. And is it a maybe? It's a, like, you're like, well, maybe I would say yes. Treat that as a yes. And it can be hard to do that when you, the way you feel about this person right now is not how you want to feel about him when you're marrying him or when you're his girlfriend. And I get that. I want you to be in a relationship that is a very happy yes. I want you to be excited to be dating this person. Like they deserve, they like, that's what they want. They want to be with someone who's excited to be with them. You want to be with someone who you're excited to be with. That's what we're, we are looking for that to click in, to be like, yes, I'm looking forward to getting to know this person. I'm excited about linking my life up with them. We would like those things to be there. I think that it's not just a feeling. I think it's actually with wisdom. You start to see how this is like, oh, I think that this is wise and fun and good. I feel like it's wise and fun. like all the things we want those to all come together. Right. But at the beginning, you might have to sit with some feelings of like, I don't think this is it because you want to set those feelings aside because that is for later. It's too far down the road. You don't know this person. And so it, the beginning might be a drawn out. Maybe you don't know. Some people do have immediate connection and then are able to have a healthy relationship that leads toward marriage. Some people have immediate connection and it doesn't lead to a healthy relationship and marriage. So that immediate oh, we met and there were sparks and we loved talking to each other and we went on some dates. That's not, that that can happen and it's good to pay attention to that. And I want you to have that kind of connection with someone. It's just wise to also notice that some people don't have that until they've known the person for a little bit. So especially if you're dating like out, like out of college or out of like a little bit older where you have to go on dates just to see this person. Like maybe you don't have any other context where you're able to hang out with them. Or if you are, I would say dating into your thirties, you time is helpful. So you need to give some time. I think as we get older, we know what we want more, which is helpful and hard at the same time. It's helpful because you're aware of what works well for you, but it can be difficult because then introducing someone new who's different from you, you're like, do I work with that? Is that a good compliment to what, like, you know, it's good that that difference is there or is this too different? And this is just going to make life hard all the time. <laughs> so you just, that's where time is a helpful factor and asking yourself, could I imagine spending a little more time with this person? And even if the answer is maybe, what if you go ahead, give some encouragement and try to get some more time scheduled so that you can see, let that next date bring you clarity. And once it's a no, you're like, no, I really don't care to spend more one-on-one -on -one time with this person or my attraction, both physically and emotionally, character-wise, that is not growing. So I feel confident in saying, no, I don't need to belabor this point. You know, that is, let the next date kind of bring some of that clarity, but you might need to sit with the uncomfortableness of a maybe for a little bit. So that's my encouragement and just wanted to just talk about that a little bit more that yes, you're going to feel like it's a maybe for a long time. That's all of dating is one big maybe. So we're trying to break it down into smaller decisions. And so I'm asking, could you hang out with him one more time? If the answer is no, it's no. If it's yes, great. Go on that next date. If it's a maybe, also go on the next date. That's my advice. You can ignore me if you want to, but there you go. <laughs> 
Okay. And my last thing as part of clarifying from last time, or just an extension, if you will, is that one of the reasons, so, you know, I've just said all this thing about a maybe, but one tool that can be helpful in that process is that you could say yes to a maybe. So maybe you've gone out, whether it's a first date, whatever date it is, and you're not that into it, but you're like, okay, people have told me this is a good guy or from our interactions, I think he's a man of character from what I can tell so far, I can say, yes, I'm going to go ahead on this date, right? Well, the reason that you can feel more free and the way to kind of alleviate some of that uncomfortableness with like, oh, I feel kind of weird about this. This is not how I want to, I don't feel all excited or like, I'm not feeling any romantic things or I just, uh, I don't think I want this. And we're setting, trying to set those things aside. But the reason we can do that is because you're not exclusive with this person yet. This guy has not asked you for your whole heart. He has not asked you to commit to him to be his girlfriend. It's just one date. So you are actually free to still meet someone else <laughs> in that time until, you know, obviously, and if a man has asked you to be his girlfriend and asked you to be exclusive, then it is time to give all of your focus and affection to him and to not be, to be faithful to him and not be seeing someone else or meeting someone else. Like it changes your relationship with other men, right? Once you're exclusive with someone. But in those early dates, when you have not decided to be in an exclusive relationship yet, you are free to talk to other people, to have a mindset of kind of like, I'm not exclusive with anyone yet. So I'm free to talk to that person I meet at the store or if a friend mentions a setup, you're like, yeah, I can be working that out right now while I also have a date planned with this other person. And I know that might feel a little weird. And I did not like, this is this idea of multi-dating that Dr. Cloud talks about in his book, How to Get a Date Worth Keeping. I did not love this idea when I first read his book, but I've understood it more. It's not that you're choosing like, I'm going to multi-date because multi-dating is awesome. <laughs> That's not, it's multi-dating is really an, uh, like outcome or it's like a, it just happens because the, the main point is that you're not exclusive with someone yet and you're choosing to act that way. You're choosing to recognize, oh, I've met someone. I like him, but I know it's wise to go a little bit slow here at the beginning and wait and see what happens here. So I'm going to go ahead and give him some time. He's asked me for a date for Saturday night. Okay. I'm setting aside my Saturday night for him. Well, you are, you, he has not asked for all of your heart yet, all of your focus. He has not asked for your whole calendar yet, right? And it is wise to, in some ways, hang back in that to be like, you get me on Saturday night. Like we are going to talk. I am not going to be distracted by other things then, but he doesn't get the rest of it until he asks, right? In the same way, it's vice versa. It goes both ways, right? So if you're going out with someone who's, let's say you're going out with someone who's a maybe, you decide to have coffee on a Thursday night, right? And you're like, I don't really, I'm not that excited to go out with this guy on Thursday night, but I'm going to, because, you know, we're at that point. Laura told me I'm supposed to go out with the maybe, so I'm going out with the maybe. Well, there's nothing keeping you from meeting Mr. Wonderful who sweeps you off your feet Thursday afternoon. <laughs> and I think this mindset now... I had this mindset. I did not get, I did not meet Mr. Wonderful on Thursday afternoon. Like that isn't what happened, but that mindset was very helpful. This whole idea probably needs its own episode. So I'll try to wrap this up in just a couple minutes since this is just a little introduction to it. But it's just the idea that you are trying to have a wise approach. And I really think that mindset that reminding yourself that I am not exclusive with this person yet 
is very helpful. It both helps you feel free to go out with someone who's a maybe. And then it also helps you not just jump into something too early. So let's just go with this Thursday scenario. You have a date planned with Mr. With Mr. Maybe in the evening. You're going to coffee with him. You stop at the store on the way home from work and you meet Mr. Wonderful before dinner. And you are just like, oh my, you like have a, I, I mean, I know we think that this only happens in the movies, but it does happen. You meet him or maybe you're, yeah, and I don't need to get too many. Let's just say you meet him and you're like, we had an amazing conversation. I was immediately attracted to him. I know he's a strong believer. Like somehow you find all that out in a short conversation. This could happen. You meet him Thursday afternoon. You, it would be wise to slow down a bit, <laughs> you know, cause our minds go to like, oh my gosh, I could marry him. And I'm like, you could, you totally could. I think maybe we should not completely plan out your whole life with him. So guess what the date with Mr. Maybe does? It helps you stay grounded because you're like, whoa, shake out of that. I'm going out with someone else tonight. <laughs> I need to stay focused, be a kind person, not cancel on Mr. Maybe. Mr. Wonderful's great, but he has not asked for all of your time yet. And you also be want to be a woman of integrity, character, virtue, who does not just cancel on someone, right? We can cancel things, but we want to be kind and for a good reason. So you stick with the date with Mr. Maybe, enjoy a new person, have an interesting conversation, try to consider, could I hang out with him one more time? It's a yes or no, whatever, but it's actually helping both. Like you are going out on the date with Mr. Maybe he's not an end, you know, he's not a means to an end. You're not using him to help you stay grounded, but that mindset is very helpful because it has gotten you on the date. Maybe Mr. Maybe turns out to be slow and steady. Awesome dude. Right. And Mr. Wonderful turns out to be super cute at the start and a little bit flaky or like has some character issues that you didn't realize in that first 20 minute conversation. So <laughs> I won't try to play this out too much, but I hope you just see that this sort of mindset of like, I can meet some different people in this phase because no one has asked me yet to be their girlfriend is helpful in for lots of different reasons. And so that tool helps you stay chill, helps you meet lots of different people and just allows you to bring the helpful. The other tool is time. I think that time is a very helpful piece of this whole process at the beginning. I'm saying that as someone who met, you know, Trav and I went on that first date in July and then he proposed the following February. So seven months later, and then three and a half months later, we were married. <laughs> so we went quickly, but I'm just a big fan of slowing down the beginning. And I think that really helps you either get to move more quickly once you're both committed and ready to go, or it allows you to break things off in a healthy way that doesn't, you know, it allows you to not feel this long-term harm. It might be sad and hurt when you're sad that something has ended, but you know, it's for a wise, wise reason. So anyhow, um, I also can hear there's a church next door to where Trav's office is. So the church bells go off every hour and half hour. So I heard it in the previous episode and there's, we just aren't editing that much to take that sound out. So I hope you like the, the church bells in the background. It's very sweet to me. Anyhow. All right. That is the end of my little random list I made in my kitchen yesterday. I hope some of that was clarifying. If you ever have questions, I would love to hear from you either through Instagram at Hey Mrs. Austin or on my blog at heymrsaustin.com. And I will probably be thinking now on the um, multi-dating thing and probably do an episode on that and kind of 
talk about that a bit more because it was a helpful tool for me too. So hope you are well today. I will be praying for you as you listen, that the Lord would remind you of his deep care for you, remind you of all the needs that he has met through his, his relationship with you, through what Jesus did for us, through just his life, his death, his resurrection, that all of our, our needs for love, for care, for significance, for purpose in our life has all been met in Jesus. And I pray that he would remind you of how filled up you are um, and then help you know if there are ways that you need to be reminded of that, that he would give you wisdom for how to seek that out. And as you date, praying for wisdom, praying for the ability to keep going, <laughs> praying for ideas of where to meet people or what to do in a particular situation that you have in front of you. So may the Lord bless you and I will talk to you next time. Bye.